Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. And uh, welcome to the show, my good friend, Neil Rappaport. Neil, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Good, 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 good. So um, welcome to the show, guys. We're just living the, we're living the isolation life in the uh, coronavirus apocalypse, trying to just uh, not get the flu, not give the flu, not pass the flu. How are you doing with the uh, isolation life there, Neil? It's interesting. It's um, it's it's a lot of loneliness and and boringness. But I've got two of my kids that are staying with me now, so they're keeping me company. Well, that's and, good. They can help keep you safe, you know, because you're the old man. They got to take care of you. Make sure you don't get the disease. Are you making sure and washing your uh, vegetables and washing, you know, everything and being careful? I'm super duper clean. I'm like, uh, you know me. I'm always. Yeah, that's true. You're kind of anal as it is. So and, I've gone now off the deep end, so it's just crazy. <laughs> the uh, I watched a video. If anyone's gotten a chance to see it, you should see it. There's a video of a nurse, I believe, in Michigan, and he's done a pretty informative uh, uh, video where he talks about the techniques that they use as nursing in the, in the hospitals for cleanliness, washing their hands, washing stuff they come in contact with. And he's done that to show people how to do really good um, – uh, how to buy either groceries or when they bring stuff home, how to, uh, how to cleanse it so that uh, you're not bringing, you know, coronavirus in your home and everything else. And it's, it's a pretty cool video. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. I posted on Facebook. I haven't seen that. I'll just send you a link to it. It's, it's on my Facebook, but I, I know it's been making the rounds or some variations of it have been making the rounds. And so if you haven't got a chance, go see it. Um, just, uh, how to, I think it's like titled something like how to, uh, bring your groceries in the house or something, but he literally takes a table, uh, like your, you know, your Island at your, at your house or something, or you could probably just do any table and he literally puts a line down. He puts like a little tape down. I don't think you have to do that. You could just keep track of which side is which. And so when he, he recommends when you bring your groceries in the house, number one, you know, coronavirus can live on stuff for three days. So he says, if there's anything you can leave in the garage, leave it in the garage for three days. Cause then, you know, the coronavirus can't survive in that environment. Uh, it doesn't work well in heat, which I'm hoping, you know, we're going to get a little bit of a break from hell. Once things start warming up here. Um, and we're really just buying time at this point to try and catch up with our hospitalization and supplies. And then what he recommends is when you when you bring in the the uh, your groceries, set them on one half of the table, and then you know make sure and really wash your hands, and then take like a Lysol spray, just any over the counter you know high end uh, FDA or not FDA CDC you know recommended thing, but usually Lysol you know spray, put it on a a wipe or a paper towel, and then slowly unpack your groceries, and as you unpack them cleanse everything the outside of boxes and then put them over onto the other side of the table that you know is the clean side, which is pretty smart when you think about it because you don't, you don't know who's, who's, uh, who's touched your groceries in stocking the shelves. And sadly, I just saw as I was getting on with Neil, uh, there's a report out. Um, let's see if we can pull this up really quick. Costco employees are coming down with coronavirus. Uh, cause they're stocking it. And of course they're kind of in a contained area with, uh, people coming in and out. And, uh, I guess they're still being demanded that they go to work, which isn't going to help. So that's probably something you wonder about and worry about being really clean. Wouldn't you say, Neil? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I do almost what that guy suggested, but what I do, so I went to the store the other day and I used to just go to the store and peruse around, just go around for two hours and looking at every item in Walmart. But now I'm just like, I get in, get my stuff and go out. But really when I get out, when I get home, I mean, before I even get in my car, I have the little sanitizing wipes. I don't have any here on my desk, just I'm in a different room, but I have the little individually packed ones and I open it up and wash myself off before I even get in the car and touch, do my door knobs. And then as soon as I get home, I take my little wipes and I wipe down all the bags, all the handles, all the stuff. I mean, I haven't been quite as good as I should be though on the boxes. I don't think I've gotten, I didn't wipe the whole boxes down and I really should because like, yeah. like the stalkers, I can't trust them. I'll give him a plug. I pulled this up. It's his name is Jeffrey Van Wingen. Jeffrey Van Wingen, and uh, the title of it is PSA: Safe Grocery Shopping in COVID nineteen Pandemic Updated. Uh, it's got right now one point five million views, which is one point five million more than he had yesterday when I posted this thing. Um, and uh, he does a really brilliant job. He talks about washing your produce because one of the problems is, is people do touch the produce. You know, they, they check it to see if it's firm or if it's ripe or, you know, whatever. So there might be 50,000 people that have pawed over your produce. And he talks about soaking that in the sink, uh, you know, washing it with soap, breaking it down, all that good stuff. And then, um, like if you have boxes that are have sealed products in them, usually you can just open up the top, carefully open up the 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 package inside, and you know the package and the interns are safe because it was sealed. Then also there was a box on the outside, and you can pour that into like storage containers, which I thought was pretty brilliant. I thought, yeah, you could do that. That's yeah. I mean, why touch the food. You don't really have to wash the outside of the box. You could wash it. I think he was washing just for safety measures because, you know, that virus, you know, you got to be careful. It can get everywhere. <clears throat> and so then he would slowly put everything back into the bags that he got, and then he would extricate them from the house. And I thought that was pretty smart. Uh, one thing I noticed, I was at a, it's a, here in Utah, we have these things called Maverick stations, which are kind of like little 7-Eleven competitors. And I was in there and I've been telling my friends, Hey, you know, that, that, uh, credit card thing that you stick your credit card in or swipe your credit card through, that's probably like a new Orleans, uh, waterfront hooker. Uh, you don't know how many people have been in there. And to my knowledge, they don't ever clean those machines. I don't even know if they have a thing to clean those machines. Uh, so, you know, everyone's touching their credit cards. They're shutting up in there, and that's just like a contact point of a, to you know, it's it's like a little toilet when you really think about it. And so, <laughs> poor Neil's like going, "Fuck, I'm never touching a credit card machine ever again in my no, life." No, I know I have. I do. I use my wipes for those too. If I go to get gas, I do the wipes and all that stuff. I'm yeah. Well, good for you. You're you're doing it right, buddy. You're but good. like, but I go to, but I want to notice, like, if I go to McDonald's or just some um, place, I mm -hmm. when they do it for some reason, I just even though I know they're going to touch my bag of food and whatever. I just started paying with cash. So I just keep cash. And so that's a one way and keep the change and whatever. Just Are you washing it. your cash? Uh, I, I took out the cash a long time ago. And so it's just oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you've got pre cash. I got um, <laughs> you've got pre coronavirus cash. Yeah. Uh, you should sell it on eBay. It's probably worth more pre coronavirus cash. You know, that the, I've actually watched videos. There's actually people posting videos on how to wash your cash, which mm -hmm. is a whole new level of money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like on a video going, Hey folks, I'm going to show you how to launder your money. And, uh, suddenly the feds are knocking your door. Uh, yeah, we need to see you and talk to you. I mean, I was just washing my money. 
Yeah, we know. Okay. All right. All right. So which cartel, cartel are you with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to wash your money, you got to put them in a certain president's hotel, uh, especially if it's Russian money. Um, so, uh, so I hope everyone's living a good life. Uh, I hope everyone realizes that this is your chance to be a hero, a superhero, because what you're doing by self-isolating, going through the sacrifice we're all going through, it's all costing us a lot of money um, and suffrage and kind of scared, you know, I think we've all been through the denial, scared process of, you know, freaking out about what's going on and how bad it might be or could be. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, and, and our doctors and nurses, man, they, these guys need statues erected to them after this shit because it's going to get really bad. And they're, they're the frontline people who are doing this, saving the world. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I see like all these, I have some friends and they're nurses and things on Facebook and whatnot. And it's like, how do they even go in? You know, they're, they're still going in. They're brave as fuck, man. That that is the ultimate bravery. (laughs) They are going into battle lines. Um, and that, that flu is no joke. You can't just be like, like I've been reading all sorts of variations of it and some people get hit and they haven't figured out what the common denominator is. Why some people, some people go down, man. People are dying. Uh, some people go down. I saw one gal. She she went in. She went in the ICU, just full of collapse. They had to stitch the IV units into her both of her arteries on her wrist, and that alone just makes me just never want to leave the house ever again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when she did her video on Facebook, she said she was ten times better than she was. She was like, "I was like, just please kill me," you know, at one point. So uh, this is this is bad. And those guys are walking right in the face of battle. Over a thousand um, nurses and doctors, when the city of New York put out a call to arms for retired and small practice doctors to come help the major uh, city hospitals, they all came out of the woodwork. And yeah, they're going right into the shit, knowing that they're going to get the shit on them. And uh, kudos to them. So if you know a nurse or doctor, support them. One of the other challenges that they have is um, one of our friends that's in our coronavirus and my Facebook friend in our coronavirus Facebook group, check that out if you get a chance to join up. Um, <clears throat> they, uh, his wife is a doctor or nurse. And the first thing they did before this even got bad is they had to isolate her in the house. So I believe she's living out of the garage or something or one half of the house and he's not allowed to go in the other half of the house because it's widely assumed that she'll contract the coronavirus and they're both over sixties. So they, you know, they don't want to kill each other. Basically what a horrible decision to have to take and make. I don't know. I, I, it might be kind of nice to live in this effort. <laughs> Someone's been in some marriages that wouldn't like to be separate. I did have a few girlfriends that I live with that I reached a point where I said, you know what? I don't know, in the man cave is the garage is used up by a thing. I need a man cave. I'm going to go build one of those little houses in the back. A she shed? A, <laughs> a she shed or something. Uh, just a man cave in like a back house in the back. I'm just going to spend most of my time in there and then I'll just come in here when we want to. I'll be nice to each other. Um, and um, yeah, that didn't go over well, which is probably why I'm still single. <laughs> but. It's probably also why I'm still happy. Oh, 
Oh! <laughs> Ouch. Never get tired of being happy, folks. Yeah. Uh, what Chris Rock said it best. Married and miserable, single and lonely. You can't, you just can't win either way. You just, um, <laughs> we've all seen that movie, huh, Neil? Um, I want to be, I want to be married still. I don't know. You're such a funny dude. I, even through all my problems, I still, I want to do um, it. The romantics of the world like you, Neil, are the people who keep the, the flame alive on that and also keep divorce attorneys, uh, uh, bank accounts filled. So without you, I mean, you're, you're really helping the economy go around. So thanks for all you do. For the yeah, yeah. I'm always on the lookout for my next ex-wife. It wasn't, it was, I, remember, I remember my big house in, in Utah. I had a gal. Uh, it was a party or something. She stayed. She was the last one at the party for obvious reasons. And uh, I remember she came up to my uh, master bedroom and she goes, she goes, can I be your first ex-wife? This place is awesome. It's like, like, oh man, that's probably, that's, this one's probably a no from here. Um, So anyway, I hope everyone's living the COVID-19 thing. Uh, If you know people in the medical community, doctors community, you may want to throw some support and love out to them. Um, If you know elderly people that are shut-ins, my mom's in her seventies. People have been reaching out to her um, and, uh, and making sure she's okay. Uh, You know, realize that there's a lot of people that are, are, are scared. Um, And, you know, she's asthmatic. I'm scared for her. Um, You know, I don't, I don't really give a shit about me. I don't have a wife and kids. Um, I really don't want to go in the hospital and get, juked up to a bunch of tubes i'd just rather call it but um i'm worried for her uh and so you you have a mother in denver right your mom yep. yeah yeah how's she doing is she is she uh she living the the isolation dream she is and she said the she went to i don't even know a grocery some grocery store there on the senior they had like the senior time yeah, the, the senior thing, old people time I mean, but 